Good day and welcome. This is the From Scratch podcast, the publication of the incubation management team, Outprice Nigeria. This is a podcast where we discuss and interview top players in the social entrepreneurship space to share from the knowledge, stories, processes, and failures. Our major aim is to help students build startups that match global competitive values while solving a social problem. And I'm Ayomedia Debule, your host on this episode. Today on the podcast, we'll be having Gift Moneke, the CEO and co-founder of Grenero Technologies, and we'll be discussing the topic, the enterprise business. So diving straight into it, um, we'd love to know you, Mr. Gift Moneke. So um, I'm Gift Moneke, the co-founder and CEO of Grenero Technologies. So at Grenero Technologies, we, we are focused on renewable energy. Um, and more specific with solar technology. So we enable access to electricity in low-income communities using solar technologies by making it very affordable for small businesses and small homes. Um, We deploy solar solutions to them and we give them those solutions at affordable rates. And that's what we do on the social um, scale. Yeah. I I think you've been a part of um, the old price community as a one point in time. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I was, I think, first time I was with Hot Prize, participated um, on the challenge was 2018. So then 2019. So 2018, um, I, I participated as a an on-campus competitor. We got to the regionals, and that also ended. 2019, we got to the um, top six finalists and both. On- okay, okay. Um, yeah. You said you were concentrated on local um, on local communities, low income communities. Okay, so um, yes, I, I think that really matches yes. up with um, the impact model of the old price. So um, basically, what what would you say um, are business models <laughs> from your end, from your experience that would work for the old price? Like, what are the basic um, models? that must be in a business that would obviously work for the old price. Okay, looking at hot price and your goal is um, for profit and for good. So I think for good, for profit. So, um, and if you want to do anything for good, you have to look for people that are vulnerable, people that might not be able to get that good thing by themselves, right? And most of them are in rural communities, low-income areas, and undeveloped country, underdeveloped countries. So there are models that we work for them because you can't just um, you can't just bring something that works somewhere else and implement in a particular place and expect it to flow smoothly, especially when you're going to a place that is um, of low income, their spending power is low, um, they can't get some things for themselves. Because if they can, we won't be having that problem in the first place, right? So there are different models that um, that is advised. That There are a lot of models, but at least there are ones that have proven the business. So um, I'll start from how how we work with ours. Uh, we use the PSG solution, the PSG payment plan, whereby you get to get those solutions at zero front cost. Then for a time, you're going to be paying for that thing as you use. So it's PSG. So first, we'll at least look at your books. We'll know okay what's what's your spending capacity, what's financial, what's your financial capacity. Then we'll use it to know when and how you're going to pay us back. So that PSG model 
has um, proven to be very, very um, working in low-income communities. We have the lease-to-own model. So lease-to-own whereby um, the person gets a part what you're selling or a particular product of yours at a small percentage, at a small cost out of the real cost of the product. Then for a period of time, the person continues paying until he owns gets the full ownership of that product right so the first one is the first model which is the ps go the person don't don't get full ownership yeah, it's just yeah. like energy as a service i'm That's using our case part. um study now using the business we run great so good so um we are giving them energy as a service whereby we have the station in our office in our hubs and we transmit electricity and they get it as a service so they don't need they're not getting the whole system they're just paying as they use meanwhile we have a solution whereby uh, people that have at least they want to own some part of the system maybe we can have a portable solution for them and they pay a little amount of money then they own it then with time they complete the payment and get complete ownership of that product so through that we've been able to beat time because definitely is a work instant to meet them right so um we use time to get the money daily and you can spend a 15 hour daily on her whatever thing she's using for years and if you accumulate that you can be able to get what you want right so you just need to maybe add a little interest rate um so that you'll be able to make up for whatever time losses you have with the product so i think those are two major business models we run currently so we have different other business models where um people in low-income areas can also work with you know this um, referral model too whereby um a lot people. of people might not have that money but they can get people to get those products and they get it yes then they can get a commission and that commercial can accumulate into them having that product themselves so such model works it depends on whatever products you are offering to um these people and you have to, definitely when you do a feasibility study on such communities you'll be able okay. to know the best fit okay, model brilliant. that will work yeah. with them so, so so that basically takes us to the next question um you you talked so much about your target market just now so um talking to a lot of startups um from this year's old price um, within the nigerian community um the big problem i've seen is um they they've had okay. shadow plans just very shallow plans of their market entrance so um basically from your end how, how, how do you make your market penetration um how do you know this is the market for you this is how i start off from the market this is um how i start off with my product in that particular market So um, the first point I would just like to note here is um, you don't know your market until you get to the market. The market tells you whether it's market fit for you or not. So um, you don't get to know it while you're sitting on your desk writing on your books and planning. So one thing is you just have to okay. go out. That's, that's how startups do. Then you, you you do your feasibility study. So how we penetrate our go-to-market strategy is very simple, depending on the location to find yourself. You know, there are some um, locations whereby they, they have heads, village chiefs and all so you don't get to just penetrate and go there straight because you're not running a normal kind of business you're running a kind of social impact business right so it's it's, it's for good for profit so you want to you want to make sure that um, people that can influence the decisions of those people in those communities are well informed and they're with you so it will help um it will help uh, make your impact very wide so now knowing your market really it's just about testing the waters 
know their problems, ask them some questions, um, even meet the 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 king if there's a king there, the heads know what the problem is and all. Then we will now craft a kind of solution that is tailored to whatever need they um, they need you get they require. So and that's how we get to communities. But um, holistically, you know, just need to start somewhere. There's also called the beachhead market. So the beachhead market is where you're going to start immediately uh, with that little amount of money you have. You know, we have a big market. Everybody will say, yes, I have some billion dollar market. I have this market size. Yes. But there is a place you have to start first before you get to those huge market size, right? So to get there, which is your beachhead market, you need to deliberately go there and confirm. So from your beachhead market, that first test, you'll be able to, you can easily identify any other place that looks like that. Right, like the first community we um we were operational in, um, we saw their behaviors. We knew, oh, this is nice. I think they are receptive to what you are offering them. It was easy for us to go to the next community and to the next, right? So because we we know that this this model actually worked for these people, so we can also propose this model. If it doesn't work, then we can easily find something together with the heads. So through that, you can always get into these communities and um make your impact there too. Okay, yeah. okay. Thank you, Mr. Give. So, um, moving on, I, I just want to talk sharply. I, I want to talk sharply on um, the growth of the business. So, um, in this landscape, um, a lot of startups argue um, about the mix of impact and traction, which, um, of course, is very crucial in the growth of any business. So, yeah. um, oh, how would you describe your journey making impact, making massive impact, and now and also um, sh- putting a shake on your traction, make sh- making sure you are you're sustainable? Yeah, sort of. Again, you know, there are, normally there are KPIs that every startup needs to um, put in perspective sure. because you are not just you're not just um, doing your business as a social enterprise, and you're not recording whatever thing you're making, whatever impact you're making, you need to know, okay, what would be, what would have happened or what thing, what occurrence would happen that would make me say, oh, I think we've done this. I think this is a benchmark. Let's record this. So I think it's, it's pertinent for every startup to have that written down. Then, okay, this is my, um, the, the way I'm going to measure my impact. That being said, um, in terms of traction, you know, one thing about uh, starting up a business is you are not known at first. Maybe you're just it's just an idea, right? So you you don't know. They don't even know you in that community yet. They have. So there, there's one thing in getting people, like increasing your brand awareness, that these people knows you. They know you as this and this first before you even think of doing any impact because you can you can be making impact to whatever skill and they don't know. Okay, they just feel like, okay, this is part of this is just something that I um i'm just enjoying or something but when you've been able to build your brand awareness to an extent making your impact you can easily measure it because at least you can even get feedback from people and testimonials what do i mean by that um a lot of people see traction as oh i need to have um impacted five million people or so so thousand people you know with respect to horse price hot price you know, knows that um this your idea is an idea, right? Like they are not expecting to be an already existing business before you apply for hot price. In fact, hot price will always tell you, okay, you don't even need an idea to apply, right? So they know that yes, you you don't really have a lot of traction, but there are some things you can record, and it can serve as traction for you. Um, you don't have the financial capacity now, but you can get partners. You can partner with NGOs and say, okay, 
social NGOs are already existent in these communities and they've made some you know visible impact in those communities let's partner with them and through their influence we can get to this community when you're talking about your partnership with them that is attraction on your own end right if you if you if you've done a comprehensive feasibility study on that community and if you've been able to so these are their needs and this is the solution we're offering them and it's it's kind of detailed extraction um definitely you have a, you have a new extraction but um before that revenue stage there are a lot of tractions that literally two tractions that could should could be recorded and can serve and help you uh, measuring whatever impact you're having so that by the time you start making your impact you start generating revenue you can easily like measure that okay um we've social impact just five women now women vendors are using our solution but we already have partnered with an ngo we've partnered with an organization i have access to two thousand women uh, we know that oh, for us to get to 2,000 women, our partnership with these um, organizations will foster that. Automatically, in the next two months, we'll, we'll, you get, you hear my point, you can be able to measure yeah. that growth process as, okay, we'll, we'll be able to meet these people at this time. And through that, you, you, have, you have a story to tell. You guys, whether you are making it small or big, even if you're not generating revenue, it's something, right? So that partnership, um, that partnership, um, stuff is very very essential in terms of measuring this because you cannot do it alone right you can't do everything alone people are already there doing it so you just need to work with them and ride on their um already made solutions and put yours and add yours to that and craft a good story okay okay thank you so much for that so yeah. um m- moving on we've seen um Grenera in forbes we've seen Grenera in old drive the same green era uh, with all on so um it is very obvious to us that um green era have been to a lot of acceleration a lot of competition so um in your basic terms what would you um say is the call out difference between um each and every of those competitions with respect to all price and um has there been a little twitch in um your idea or your pitch deck why going for each of this competition very well very well like each um each particular platform you 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 are not meant to replicate whatever thing you've done in the past to a particular platform you have to tailor it with respect to whatever need they require of you like for forbes yes forbes for instance look are looking they're looking for impact but at the same time they're looking for numbers they're looking for um how wide how, how you've been able to scale how scalable your solution is and all right so when you're when you're speaking to an organization that way that way you're not just talking about your impact your impact your impact you need to talk about okay maybe talk about your revenue talk about your numbers talk about your plans your projections and all so definitely your pitch could be different um for other whatever all on is an impact investment company so they invest millions of dollars so right so if you are going to present to them you're not going to present to them as just one kind of little idea you have to present to them having a big vision and telling them all oh, this and these are what you are going to do in the next so so years and all so definitely the pitch decks are always different in short um our, our pitch decks have been designed more than 
truthfully our picture are designed more than 100 times <laughs> so it's, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just how it is you keep you know a lot of things keep changing Iterating. yes yeah. definitely you can't you can't in fact the idea we had before hot price have kind of been polished aside from feedback you know when you go to all these accelerators and programs you get a lot of feedbacks and you have to implement immediately i think that's why yeah. they call them accelerators because they make you run very fast you know if you go for an accelerator yeah. program for for a month they give you deadlines and tasks you have to meet that if you're just working on your own in in, in two years you have not gotten um, you've not reached, made, made that milestone so that to help oh we need to change this we need to remove this. this is not part of our goal we need to start with this and all so it helps you fine-tune whatever thing with respect to your business and you mustn't be rigid right i was discussing with um the winner for hold price 2018 so it's my good friend um they went to the castle um Brico, co-founder of Brico. okay so i was discussing with him so like we were just discussing um on a live chat chat just talking then um he, w- he was trying to explain to me how you know he um, he got to neighbor people um, someone that told him about how idea looks like and i think it's a very good thing everybody should know don't don't be t- don't be so madly in love with your idea that you can't see faults in it. And that was the point that I picked from him because we were trying to review um, a lot of things about ideas and also he was like, don't don't fall in love with an idea so much that when they give you feedback and you feel that it seems this idea, 70% of what I already planned to do with it is going to be thrown away. You won't say no, no, because it's, it's an idea, my lovely idea, you will keep it. It, 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 it's, it's not the way for startups no the way you, like samsung started selling which started with fishes right they started they sell they transported dried dried fishes across japan and all now they're into gadgets and phones and all so what if they said okay fishes fish is what we registered for and this is what we want to move with mm-hmm. they're not ready to scale they're not ready to move, make um changes and all with respect to feedbacks they won't be able to be they will not be where they are now so and that those that that's the kind of thing um you have to move with trust your idea believe the process know that yes no idea is stupid but at the same time you must be ready to pivot as it's called what, what we call pivoting it must is necessary very very necessary let me give you an instance which for for us um when the pandemic struck we were just doing these standalone systems we sell use the ps go model and you own it this leads to own model so when the pandemic struck there was no movement anywhere and we need to keep moving because you need to sustain that the opex cost is running everything is running and you need to keep generating revenue so we had to we strategize right and so okay we need to know what to do about um this solution can we have a sustainable model that each whatever thing that happened even if we can't travel you know there's a sustainable um income that's coming to the company and that's when we started the uh, mini grid solutions so whereby people pay on subscription day basis and every day you know that there's something you don't need to do any marketing for it so far you've gotten a user you've gotten a user and the lifetime value is very very long so now such thing such going into that thing would um definitely you would reduce your your strength and your energy in pushing the initial idea you had because you are putting a new thing not not really new solving the same problem but a new way right so it was hard for us to just do that but we tested it out so that it worked very fine so um and 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 that that's a very good feedback for us that you mustn't just be too madly in love with your initial idea that you're not ready to change it or ready to you know tweak it a little bit and make it perfect yeah so that's it okay okay so um moving sharply to the next one um 
I would just love you to um, tell us your team structure and um, I believe so much one of um, the most important things about successful startups is um, their team culture, the way operations run on their team and their composition. So I would just love to get um, a one minute clarity on what your team is like and um, probably what your operations are like. Yeah. All right. Um, so we have, depending on your startup. So for us, we we have the operations officer, operating officer. We have the financial officer, the marketing officer, the executive officer. So um, each of them, they both have. They came with different skill sets. Like the marketing officer is very good with artificial intelligence, like marketing AI and all. So it's he helped us. He's helping us with this optimization of whatever emails we have, knowing how to even on our website, the chatbots and all, just trying to engage our users very well. And we'll have the operational officer, that at least she's worked in a multinational corporation before. So, and during that time she was working there, we were already starting a company. So it was the only one that was on her to even learn these executive processes that is being run in such in that corporation. And she, she brought that to the team. I also had the one in the finance department, the, the financial director. She has worked in organizations in the finance department and that's what she enjoys doing. So the issue, the point is just just give yourself roles that both of you you you, you all love to work in. And you're very good at so you, because there's this issue of micromanagement um it spoils the team maybe for instance you, you ask someone to do a particular thing and you are still watching the person you know and the person is like this person doesn't trust me i can't do this myself alone so and that's what kills the team even if you know how to do something very well allow the person to do it like to their taste now good then if there's going to be any particular kind of observation you can do it as a group so that it's not be that you give it someone a task and you're micromanaging the person so with okay. that we've been able to work um we do have a um weekly meetings it's very, very necessary communication is very important um you might like you don't just do and take any decision without inform the whole team must be at par whatever whatever decision it's um, the company is making whatever um deal we are having or anything so we'll make weekly um meetings though remotely um we are all in remote um we're not currently in the same place so we'll have, make sure we have live uh meetings and that helps build the bond of the team we shared ideas we have brainstorming sessions week every week we get new okay what's the next plan for this week how are we going to this and stuff was low this time what are we going to do to make sure that we don't have um we, we increase our revenue and also that thing helps refine whatever um thing we're having and uh, it keeps us moving keeps us moving so i think that's basically how we roll okay okay so so sharply mr gift um well as as a startup founder um there are obviously places you get your resources from uh, probably a daily newsletter you you try to read up uh, some site to try to visit probably um some uh, some seed founding site or some information site like tech point like TechNest. So um, what would you say is um, your resource location, where you get your resources from that keeps you moving? Okay. Um, it's not really very, very, not just a particular place, but um, places I do go to at least every day, I just find myself doing checking it and I, sometimes I save them. So it's easy for me to go look at them. It's um, site like um, Founders founders that's f-o-u-n-d-r-s 
So they have resources that helps startups um, get a lot of things done, even in terms of um, can get some documents, initial documents you need at the startup, even this um, co-founder agreements and all how to split equity yeah. because those are initial things you need to sort out at, at the beginning, right? So we have on on um, on YouTube. I watch this slide bin video, slide bin, right name of the company. So they do a lot of um, educational resources for startups um, using video content. They we analyze different companies, everything. So you learn a lot of things about companies, about founders, about what to do, what not to do, and everything. Okay. So just go to slide bin, S L I D E, then bin, B E A N. So. Um, that's that's the video resource so definitely you just you have places you follow you follow forbes because you get a lot of um content from them about what is happening in the startup space and business space you um you follow cool. business day that's for nigeria so business day you read like they have um nice analysis great about startups. so you just read to know what's up what's uh, the update about um whatever and also their blogs like tech tech points africa um, different blogs that are already saved. So whenever there's a new article or whatever thing, or uh, you are used to register on their email list, you get a push notification. Okay, this is open. Then you read it and go. So then that's basically. I also read books, right? Hey, startup founder, like you, you read books more than you re- you've read in your school. Like when just in the past one year, I've read the number of books I've read is more than what I've been reading while in school really mm-hmm. like deliberately you no know, when you read this you may just you may not complete it you may just read for a particular exam or else. but when you become an entrepreneur you read everything you digest everything deliberately you even look for more right and and it just continues you don't just end so what you, you, you there, there are some books that you need to read when you're starting up like some motivational s- stories or startups get help because you just need that push because definitely it's going to be very very it's going it's exciting but at the same time it's going to be very very tough at the beginning because you might not have funds no capital and all but along the line when you start making heads with start reading about some hard stories and hard truths about startups you start reading about um how to you know maneuver some little little problems you might be having so at different levels there are different books that are just there for you to read and you keep reading them Elon Musk read like two books a day according to um, <laughs> one site I saw so but at least maybe just two pages but at least they are from two books kind of so <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that, that's, that, that, that's it just have okay, to keep learning uh, probably we'll be having uh, this lastly because of time so um, I was in discussion yeah. with someone over the weekend um, she okay. was a part of the team so um the team registered for a competition and did she like she put in every of the energy she could put in and the team did not still win so this is it i guess for now everybody takes you as a serial winner but <laughs> but i obviously know from from your <laughs> laughter that probably there has been a section where you were a serial loser so, so I want to get um, the story of <laughs> of the transition of yes um, sections. Do you still lose now? Yeah, something like that. So, so basically, yeah. You know, you know one thing about one thing about the limelight. No matter how little it is, if you lose or if you win, everybody knows, right? So one thing about starting up too is that if you are winning when you are small and you are losing when you are small, nobody knows. So it for we were very fortunate that we lose more 
while we're just starting and few persons knew <laughs> so but those losses are enough to demoralize you and make you just forget what you're doing really like we've lost we've, we've lost in a lot of um contests more than we've won yeah. really it's just that the wins came at the later stage and it looks big do you understand but there are some like the first pitch i had was horrible very horrible like i regretted i regretted pitching that day because um anyway i was just starting up so i never even knew some questions that the judges will ask me because another thing is at the judges <laughs> you might even try your best in pitching well but the way the judges will ask you some questions you can just you just feel like what am i doing here you get so it happens to everybody so and as you just one thing just i just keep getting those feedbacks you say okay this is the feedback i'm getting from these judges you're not doing it again and all okay you're going to change this likely this and all so those things have helped me that if i'm going for anything there are some points i, I just refuse i'm not going for because i don't see i don't see myself maybe winning the there's there, there a level you will get to you'll be able to know what what is for you and what is not for you right and when you go for what is for you you are definitely going to get it so uh but at the big initial stage you just keep testing all the waters so that you know oh this is my strength this is where and everything okay this is what we're going to do and what is also your team right when you are starting up your team might not be that coordinated you might just be the only one trying to push it up trying to do the slide deck present do this one and all so when you're just starting up then with time when you start bonding very well in the team you easily see that oh they take a lot of the burdens away from you you can they can even represent you in some presentations you get they can even help you gather some things together and what you just have to do is just to appear and be the face of the company and that has helped has helped us accelerate whatever winning or whatsoever people are seeing us getting on all but it's not always like that really they are big losses for instance if if we lose it's going to be a big lose right if you win is a big win so they, they just they are both good and bad and that's just it so it's not all about winning i i just i'm recording that lady um it's if you have not lost before i don't think you are ready for entrepreneurship like it's a badge and you must have a lot of them you are need your because you need to develop strength because definitely definitely you must lose you get and it's, it's going to be very painful is when if you have grown so big and you had a big loss and it's your first time you will just you know startups you know we have i don't know why we don't have the highest suicide rates but i think because we have the very thick skin but we ought to like it ought to be found in startup community that people people it get you can get to a certain whereby you can someone can just drop down for the stage around coming suicide because and that's just like the end of the world after all the stress all the midnights trying to do a lot of things and at the end it's just maybe two minute pitch and that's all and you are still you are not winning and all so i think it's part of the process and one of that thing is to always be in this community of entrepreneurs that always encourage you mm-hmm. right like um I, I don't see anybody i'm competing with now as a competitor again like that's the stage you get to you don't you even you're even happy for instance if, if i see somebody win a particular thing i i just get happy oh, yeah. how can it's we partner win-win together for, so at least your win will be we, we you know we we make more sense we'll be able to because that's what i see it's a win for great great and and with that mindset you'll be able to overcome a lot of all this um anxiety or all this depression so-called that people have after all their stress and efforts and they're not winning so being in such communities learn from them people can tell their stories about whatever problems they having you have we have a lot of problems we are facing but what you only show social media what you only show people is the wins and let's not deceive anybody it's just how life is so yeah, just keep losing you keep losing you win thank you so and it's much very, very big and we'll celebrate so, with you. um yeah so sharply probably in less than a minute um what do you think is the next yeah. big thing for grenera looking forward 
Wow, I'm I'm always excited to to say this because um golf um you just have to keep planning ahead and all our startups you have. So um majorly by next year because we're we're about moving to a new community January next year we we'll finish our feasibility studies we've gotten all everything we need so we'll be moving to a new community and definitely um, we'll be letting that those things um, the details out on our social media channels but we are, we are releasing a new option like a new channel of uh, services which is going to be Greenvest it's going to be launching we've not nobody has known about it yet except for a close um, little community so we are going to we are going to the tech tech um, side okay, of Greenera, okay. um, the soft tech side. Now, you know, oh we've been God, dealing okay. on hardware, helping people and also we're going to the soft tech side. So, uh, which are platform? Yes, embedded IoT and um, they're going to be putting, yes. So, by next year, we will be giving yeah, full details awesome. about um, everything we'll be launching. But currently, we are, we are already done building. We are just doing some little testing and trying okay. to do some alpha okay. testing. And all. By next year, everything will be rolled out. And at least through that, we'll be able to see... Uh, when, because one thing about startup is you need to just start keep increasing your impact. If you if you watch, okay, in the next five years, if I keep running this way, will I be able to meet this target? No. So you need to perhaps widen your hands horizontally. Then, So that's what we're trying to do now. We're trying to widen our hands horizontally. And that's what Hot Price actually wants to, right? They, they want something that's scalable, that okay. can easily so, multiply, not just so add. Much, Mr. Gibbs. And the that's what we're planning to do. The whole Price community is very appreciative of your effort. And um, we hope next time when you reach yeah. out to you, you will be part of us. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Yes. So, so thank you so much. You have a wonderful yeah, night. Yeah, very well. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks so much to everyone that listened to this episode. Um, we hope to have you on other ones. And you can always check us out on any podcast channel, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Um, we love to see your reviews and possibly what we could do better. So um, thank you so much once again. I remain Ayo Media Have a wonderful time.